Happy New Year! This is Volleyball Explained podcast, and for a very first time for some time, uh, we are going to talk intensively about Polish volleyball. And our uh, co-host today is uh, Piotrik from the uh, channel Volley Time. Thank you, Piotrik, for being here, and uh, you'll be our guide into Polish volleyball uh, this time. Thank you for yes. being here. Dziękuję bardzo. <laughs> Thank you very much for the invitation and of course happy new year uh, to everybody to every volleyball fan. Uh let's start with something which is very interesting and curious uh into into volleyball uh, uh lately uh after European Championships uh in uh, in men and women uh, both the coaches of the national team of Poland, men and uh, women, uh, respectively Vito Heinen and Jacek Nawrocki, uh, will be uh, changed with new names. But we already uh, didn't uh, don't know actually who these names will be. Uh, there are a lot of rumors. Let's just mention that uh, Poland underperformed in both Olympic Games uh, uh, in men because the women were not represented there, uh, uh, reaching only the quarterfinal, which was uh, disappointing from the point of view of, of Polish volleyball, and uh, only a third place in the Euro. Uh, respectively, only of uh, quarterfinal in the women's uh, Euro. So Nawrotsky and Heinen uh, will be changed, and there are a lot of rumors uh, for who their successor will be. Let's start with the men's team, because there is one name which is overall in terms of uh, this will be the guy, and this is Nikola Grbic, former coach of Zaxa just several months ago when Zaxa won the Champions League uh, uh, at now a head coach of Perugia. What do you think on this issue? Uh, is Grebic the man? And uh, which are the other options that could be possible for uh, being in charge of the uh, men's national team of Poland? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is a pretty good question. And uh, actually, um, already the... Uh, the yeah, chairman of our Polish Federation, Mr. Sebastian Świderski, has said already that uh, uh, Mr. Grbic is a favorite of the of uh, mm, uh, of this uh, yeah let's say contest. Uh, in my opinion, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of that. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the contest, the way how we choose the <laughs> head coach of national team uh, because uh, yeah, it's a uh, Currently, it's a national uh, national um, issue in uh, Polish volleyball, uh, but of course uh, there are a lot of different uh, different different uh, uh, surnames uh, on the on the table, like Mr. Plamen Konstantinov, uh, um, Mr. Lorenzo Bernardi, and uh, uh, I think uh, the the fourth one was. Uh, uh, Mendes probably yeah. or not? Yes, Mar Marcelo Mendes, but uh, we know already that he is uh, currently uh, the head coach of Aseko Resevans Jashuk. So he's already in Poland, but uh, he uh, overtook uh, um, the team uh, from Jashuk. So, yeah, of course, the favorite is uh, just one, Mr. Gubic, Nikola Gubic. And uh, uh, yeah, 
he he knows exactly the Polish volleyball because he, he was the head coach of uh, the best team in Europe, Zaksak and Jerzyn Kozle. As you as you meant, as you noticed, uh, he has won the um, Champions League with, with with this team. So he know already he knows already uh, most of the players. So I think uh, two will be a good choice. Uh, the question is. Uh, um, does uh, Perugia's uh, chairman, Mr. Sirci, uh, will uh, leave him? I mean, uh, will, will let, let him go? Because uh, as, as we know, he, he, he has a contract with the Italian club. And uh, uh, Mr. Sirci said already that uh, um, the two jobs, two so uh, overwhelming uh, jobs in the same time uh, are very difficult to manage. So. The question is, uh, I think that the ball is on Perugia's side. Uh, we'll see, but I think that uh, decision is already made. So I'm pretty sure that, uh, no, of course, Mr. Shvidevsky said that we need to wait till 12th of, uh, 12th of the, uh, January, but I think the decision is already made. Uh, so... Yeah, yeah. It. it's a very interesting situation. A situation taking into account that that Sirci, the, the the chairman of Perugia, says that there should be there shouldn't be a, a combination of two jobs, and it's yeah. very similar thing from the side of uh, Shvidersky. So so both sides believe that uh, Grbic should be a coach of only one team, club or a national, uh, and. Uh, Taking into account that Grubic is the favorite, this is a little bit confusing for me because when you have a contest uh, and it's context a contest in in terms of uh, uh, something that shouldn't be that uh, that, that uh, official in terms of uh, public, uh, very open for the public, and now we have a contest with a clear favorite, uh, and it's it's a little bit that if some in some somebody else got the, uh, gets the job instead of garbage for any reason it shouldn't be i was the best in this contest but i was the best just bef- because garbage uh, didn't get the job and this is a little bit problematic for me but let's uh, rephrase my my question in this way uh, who is your favorite if you sh- uh, should take the the decision do you believe that garbage is the is the is the uh, most appropriate uh, coach for yeah. Uh, yeah, when when we take into consideration just uh, these four uh, surnames, so I would say that Gibich is the best uh, option for us. Um, yeah, as I said, he knows already Polish volleyball, so he was the coach. He knows the league, so he knows the player. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I think uh, it, it will be a great coach for us. So. I can imagine that he, he will be the next uh, head coach on the bench of Polish national team. Yeah, uh, let's just mention that from uh, these four coaches, you mentioned only Pam and Konstantinov ha- uh, hasn't been a coach in Poland. He, uh, all the time he's co- he has been coaching so far, he was a, he was a coach only of a, uh, Russian, Russian teams. Uh, Bernardi was a coach of uh, Jaszewski Wengel, and so yes. now um, uh, Mendes is a coach of um, Seko Rasovi. We are going to talk uh, about uh, Seko Rasovi a little bit later. Let's go now to the uh, to the women's team, where the situation is also very interesting because Jacek Navroski left, 
but according to some media some time ago, uh, one of the favorites for the position of the head coach of the women's national team was actually the former coach of the men's national team, Vito Hain. Do you believe that this is possible? And if not, which are uh, the other options? Oh, uh, yeah, of course, it, it was a hot news, of course, for in, in, in Polish media. Uh, it was right after uh, European Championship, uh, but I don't believe that Vital will be the head coach of our uh, women's national team. Uh, I think, the yeah, the, the Polish Federation is currently after the, yeah, let's say, first selection. And uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, also the media rumors says that uh, There are three candidates uh, on the table. It's uh, Massimo Barbolini, Daniele Santarelli, and uh, Stefano Lavarini. And uh, the last coach, uh, Mr. Lavarini, uh, probably... Not anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. So, um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think the, yeah, the, there are um, professional people in the Polish Federation and they will choose wisely and... Uh, um, With the best approach, and uh, mm, so I think uh, it's gonna be, of course, their their uh, their choice. And uh, I I don't have any favorite in this uh, race. Let's say. Yeah, let's just mention uh, Massimo Berbolini, uh, head coach of uh, uh, of uh, Scandici, I believe, now in yes. uh, in Italy. Uh, Santarelli, head coach of uh, Imokovoli Cuneliano and the Croatian yeah. national team and uh, Lovarini uh, he, uh, he was a head coach during the Olympic Games of the Korean national team women are very um, uh, very strong names in uh, in yes. terms of uh, women's volleyball so it's it going to be interesting because of course uh, Poland can rely on very on very good uh, uh, players and can be in the contest for uh, further uh, further championships, uh, including uh, World Championships European and uh, also the Olympic Games in Paris in 2024, of course, with Joanna Wolsch, right. uh, Magdalena Stisiak, uh, Agnieszka Konkulewska and uh, um, others. Of course, also Smajek. Uh, okay, uh, let's go to the... Uh, club vo volleyball topic and the uh, Polish uh, Plus Liga. Uh, we haven't talked in the podcast uh, that much about Polish volleyball, but uh, now we are going to compensate for this one. Uh, last year, Zaksa was the ultimate uh, dominator during the regular season, but at the end, uh, they was not able to win the win the title. Jaszewski Wenge with uh, Andrea Gardini. Uh, in charge won it uh, now it's pretty much the same thing uh, Zaksa changed their setter they had uh, Benjamin Tunuti now uh, Janusz Marcin Janusz yeah. uh, they, they changed also uh, the Libero uh, Pavel Zatorski with Eric Shoji and uh, in the in the regular uh, starting uh, roster they have also Norbert Huber for uh, Jakub Kochanowski Uh, and of course, the head coach, uh, because Grbic left and go to Perugia, uh, George Kretsu is the, the new head coach, the Romanian, the, the new head, head coach of Zaksa. Uh, right. In your opinion, why actually Zaksa didn't make a step back? They're they just as good as the other. They, they don't have 
any defeats and they have uh, just two matches uh, won in a tiebreak against uh, Varsava and uh, Skra. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. No, without, uh, yeah, uh, no doubt. So, Zaksa plays uh, the best volleyball currently in the Polish league. So, even if they uh, used to play a bit uh, worse, like uh, in uh, Bełchatukur against uh, Warszawa, they they have won so it means that even if they play a bit uh, if, even if they, they their game is not uh, so good they still winning so it means that they, they are a complete team uh, of course uh, three main players uh, have left the, the team as you mentioned uh, Satoski Kohanowski and uh, yeah especially Tonuti so the big question mark was by Martin Janusz. Can he replace the, such a good setter like uh, Benjamin Tonuti? But uh, to be honest, he plays a very, very good season. Uh, so he has already a few MVP awards for a few, few games. I think uh, two or three, but I'm not sure. I need, I need to check it. Uh, so he plays very well. So, uh, yeah, the strongest uh, part of Zaksa is, of course, uh, uh, attack from 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 both wings. So actually, they played the third season in the same roster, Semenyuk uh, Shlivka Kaczmarek. So uh, this is their main uh, weapon. Uh, of course, they, they they got a very very good reception. Uh, Eric Shoji is also uh, one of the best liberals in the world. So uh, even if they if he even that he had the first games uh, not on the top level. Currently, he plays very well. And uh, so I think the Zaxa plays, uh, as I said before, the best volleyball in our country in that moment. So, of course, we are right after the first round. We're going to see how it's uh, going to look like uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, it will be very interesting. And probably the biggest competitor... Um of Zaksa against Zaksa is again Jazjebski Wengel. They have a new setter, Benjamin Tnuti. Uh, they started the season with uh, Stefan Bouillet, but now he's injured and they get a, a backup opposite. Uh, the starting opposite will be Jan Hadrava, the, the Czech opposite, also a very decent uh, and good player. Uh, and so they took another uh, backup setter uh, just in case, and this is Arpad Baroti, former. Uh, Opposite of, of Zaksa. With yes. Tomas uh, Fornell, uh, just remind me, uh, Tomas Fornell and... Uh, uh, yeah, and Cleveno, Olympic champion. Olympic yeah. champion with Jakub Pupivčak as a libero. Uh, a, a middle blocker I, I very much like because I believe he's a very leading force in, uh, in Jazebski, uh, Yuri Gladier. Yes, uh, yes. So... Do you believe that there is there is a possibility that Jazebski can surprise Zaksa at the end of the season uh, again? Uh, yeah, you know uh, this is sport, so everything can happen. So uh, during the season, can happen many things. So the up and downs with the, your sport form, uh, injuries. We, 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 oh, and I, I, I'm not wish. I, I don't wish any anybody to to get injury, of course, but. Uh, uh, sometimes it happens, yeah. So, and uh, you need to manage it. Uh, yeah, the last season has shown that uh, everything uh, 
can happen in this league. So at the end of the season, so we we thought that uh, Zaxa was a kind of a tank. Yeah, so uh, they they ruined everything actually in uh, in our league. But at, at, the, at the end of the season, yes, Shemsky Mengele has played very good games and they well deserved uh, the gold medals. So I'm pretty sure that there there is a possibility that uh, uh, Zaxa won't win uh, a championship. But of course, they they got a big chance. There are a lot of great teams in in the league, so uh, yeah, we're gonna see. So I, I can I can tell you that that I watch uh, many games in the Polish Plus Liga, and uh, yeah, I think this is the strongest Plus Liga I ever watched. Yeah, the main there are many teams that are very strong, and uh, yeah, the games are very interesting. Yeah, um, let's. Let's. Uh, we are going to cover another uh, problems with uh, not problems, but let's say news with uh, coaches getting fired. Uh, but let's go to something a little bit different. Which is for you the positive surprise so far in Plus Liga, and also which is the negative surprise? Uh, hmm. Yeah. For for I would. Uh... I would say that the uh, project Warsawa is for me something uh, um, it's a bit it's a surprise for me maybe it's not a big biggest surprise but uh, I thought at the beginning of the season that uh, during this season because uh, yeah they got very strong first roster yeah with Novakovsky Vrona in the middle as, as a middle uh Kvolek, Goberne, uh, left wing spikers Opposite is Petkovic, and uh, the um, yeah, currently the main setter is uh, uh, Trinidad, Angel De Haro. Yeah, so, uh, and I was told that uh, they, they got a pretty uh, short bench for me, of course, it's just my opinion, and uh, they won't get it. But uh, yeah, till now they are third in the league, so it's a surprise for me. Um, also, uh, number eight. Team uh, in the in the league tab- table, it's uh, Luke Lubin. So it's uh, it's a new team in our league, and uh, they have uh, um, they have won already uh, five games. So yeah, so it's uh, also a big surprise. Mm, uh, from the negative perspective, I would say that Asako uh, Soviet Zeshup is the team who fails currently, but of course they still got a second round to back it up and uh, mm, to back on the right track. So we know exactly that uh, they got a new coach, uh, Mr. Marcelo Mendes. Mm, and uh, yeah, we're going to see if uh, if he can change, uh, I don't know, some attitude, beha- behavior on the, on, the, on the court. It's up to him. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see them on the court with a new coach. Yeah, so, they. Uh, yeah, yeah, they get. Uh, they got in the summer Fabian Gizga. They got Jakub Kochanowski and Pavel Zatorski. And it's uh, a bit of a surprise that they are negative in terms of they have more uh, more defeats than wins at the moment. So. Uh, Alberto Giuliani uh, left the club and now Marcelo Mendes, as we mentioned uh, several times uh, so far, is the new coach. Um, something additional I'd like to mention of another team, Xavier Chase fourth ranked now uh, yes. in, the, in the Polish Plus Liga. And this is a 
very interesting team, at least for me, because firstly, they have a very nice crowd, uh, fans. Jurassic Nights. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Nights. Uh, very interesting with these uh, green and uh, and yellow uh, colors. Secondly, they're a team which um, I've I've made uh, before uh, when Mark Lebedu was the head coach of the team. I made a, a a podcast with him. I'd made also with Igor Kovacovic, but I believe she she uh, he wasn't he wasn't uh, still the the head coach as he is now. Uh, and in principle, they are a team with many sponsors, an average team uh, with not big sponsor. Like, for example, they have uh, very big, I mean, like Orlen or, or uh, PG, uh, PGE and uh, etc. But my idea is that this season they have bigger stars, uh, Facundo Conte, Uros Kovacevic, David Konarski, uh, as in principle, how how this happened? What is what is the reasoning? Be, be, uh, because very uh, very recently you also made a podcast with uh, Kovacovic. Yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, how did it happen? I, I think you you, sh- you should ask the president of uh, Zalierci. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think he's uh, the the best person to answer for uh, on this question. But. Uh, yeah, Zavetje is a very romantic story, actually, in Pusliga. So uh, we know exactly that, I think, three years ago with Marco Lebidui on the bench, they achieved fourth place, which was the best result in the club's history. So, uh, yeah, it was a great uh, result and a kind of uh, impulse uh, for maybe for, for the president that, uh, yeah, we can we can do uh, great things. We can do great things in Zavetje. This is a very pretty small town, but... Yeah, it doesn't matter. So Kenjejan and uh, Bohatov is also are also small towns, but uh, there are the, there is a big volleyball there. So yeah, as when when I when I saw the uh, the roster, uh, the transfers uh, rumors, yeah, about Ugoš uh, Kovačević, about uh, Facundo Conte, I was like, well, what the heck? So this is Zavjeti, <laughs> this is Zavjeti, not Zaksa. So uh, I can. I can say that, uh, yeah, as I watch all the games, it's, of course, my private opinion that Uros Kovacevic is the best transfer in the Liga. Uh He's the guy. He's a yeah, natural-born uh, winner. So, and uh, yeah, as you said, as you mentioned, I've spoken with uh, Mr. Igor Kolakovic and he said already that, uh, yeah, he's a guy who likes to win. He likes to receive all the most difficult balls uh, during the game. So and yeah, he get them. So and he's 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 very uh, special guy. So I can imagine that uh, Zavierce uh, can achieve a medal in this season because uh, even if they got the pretty big problems with the reception because uh, uh, they very often play on the high balls. But uh, yeah, having these kind of players like Kovacevic, Conte. They got a double world champion, uh, David Konarski. So, yeah, mm. uh, all this uh, mix uh, contains uh, uh, big stars, big names, and big skills. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just curious when, when, when they start to receive a bit better. So, how, how is gonna look at their, their, their game? They, they, they so. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they get a big chance to to get the medal. And yeah, as I said, currently they they are on the third place, but uh, they got uh, 
they, they are just uh, one uh, point behind the third place. So uh, yeah, it's a very interesting project and uh, yeah, hope that uh, they, they, they will show even better volleyball. Okay, the last uh, the last uh, team I would like to to we to, to talk about uh, is uh, Skrabelhatov because Skrabelhatov is a very traditional team in Poland, but in the last years they are in a bit of a crisis. Uh, they changed some some coaches uh, for some time. Uh, uh, your last guest in the podcast in your podcast in Volley Time, uh, Michal Gogol was the head coach. Now the head coach is Swobodan Kovac. Why do you believe that Belhatov is not able to to be where they were some some years ago? Well, uh, yeah, the, the simplest answer is uh, that the league is better than <laughs> uh, yeah uh, than ever. So you you got a lot of potential in many teams like uh, Zaksa, like Yastrzemski, uh, Warsawa. You got you mentioned Zawiercie, so you got four. You still got a second Soviet. This is f- uh, fifth uh, team with a great pl- with a great great players uh, with great skills. Uh, also, you got Austin, which is actually also a very interesting project because they they res- yeah they signed probably the best uh, uh, opposite player in our league, Karol Butrin. They got the two American players, uh, Taylor Avril. And TJ DeFalco, which is also a very uh, good uh, sign for and very good to transfer uh, to, to Polish league. He's a very good uh, player. He's shown already uh, the, his skills, and uh, they are unbelievable. So and uh, and still and still do... they changed their coach. They are six, but uh, still they 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 fired Bonita. Yes, yes, they fired Bonita because um, <laughs> okay, so the. Yeah, the, but it's it's not it, it's not related to the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, from my knowledge, is that uh, okay? The official statement was uh, the private reasons, but uh, mm, there are many rumors that uh, mm, they uh, there, there wasn't chemistry between the players and the coach. So, uh, yeah, the president of uh, the club has decided to uh, to yeah to fire yeah. the coach and. So and uh, yeah, back to your question. So as as you see, uh, you got uh, around six or seven very good teams, and to win is very yeah tough. Uh, I think that uh, yeah, Ska was in the past season on the fourth place, and two years ago they were third. But of course, we didn't finish uh, in the season, so. Uh, we didn't hang the medals on the necks of the players because of COVID, of the pandemic. So, but the, they were third. So, actually, in compare in comparison to the season uh, three years ago, so it was a progress yeah. because uh, three years ago they were sixth. Uh, two years uh, ago they were they were uh, third, and uh, last season they were fourth. So, actually, it was a progress. But uh, even that. Um, even because of that, uh, mm, the chairman has decided to to replace uh, Michal Mieszkogogo. Slobodan Kovac is now the coach. So yeah, best of luck. But currently they 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 are fifth in the league. And but as I said before, yeah, the league is toughest than ever uh, in Poland. So I would say that uh, yeah, there there is a lot of work before them. 
Okay, uh, of course, uh, we're going to follow closely plus Liga and uh, make, uh, if, uh, uh, if we can do this, another podcast later during, uh, and, uh, during of course, 2022. But uh, uh, let's finish uh, this podcast, uh, the first of the new year, for another topic which I'm very interested in and uh, I will uh, use the, the possibility to ask you about this because the way of financing Polish volleyball is uh, very interesting for me. Very curious. I'm very curious about it because in the last 20 years, Polish volleyball just erupted uh, a, a very a big improvement, not only in terms of national team, but also in terms of uh, uh, if uh, in uh, club teams. But... Uh, How is Polish volleyball financed? I know, for example, that Orlen is uh, a very big oil company. I've been in, in Poland uh, just once for now, but uh, I saw these big oil stations uh, uh, and gas stations of, of Orlen. For example, Plus is a mobile operator, actually the, the sponsor uh, of the patron of, uh, of, the, of the whole league. And also, for example, uh, in the in the in the field of energetics, for for example, PGA, they're the sponsor of uh, of uh, Belhatov, and Jasjebski uh, uh, Vengel is a traditional uh, coal uh, coal city and uh, uh, respectively coal company. I believe. Correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Is this the way a big company is sponsoring? And how is, for example, the, the case in, in other teams? We mentioned that Zaverche use a, a, a little bit of another approach. Yes. So um, I saw a small report uh, uh, sponsoring the inside. And uh, it says that uh, 82% of sponsorship in Poland uh, comes from Mm, national treasure uh, companies. 9% of uh, the sponsorship comes from uh, a private sector and, 9%, and another 9% from the local councils. So um, yeah, so this is, this is, th these are the counts. And uh, how, how does look uh, mm, collaboration with, uh, with Polish League? So around 20 years ago, so Plus and Polsat has decided to, uh, to collaborate with uh, Polish uh, Volleyball League. And uh, yeah, so you, you, you need to, to know that if you want to be successful, uh, what do you need? So the first of all, you need the group of talented people. Second thing, you need to be, you need to have a people who can manage it. And the third thing is you need money. <laughs> so <laughs> actually, uh, actually, uh, th there, there was a group of talented people in the uh, 90s, let's say, but we, was, we, we weren't successful. So then when we received more money from the private sector or from, uh, from the national treasure companies. Uh, so we, 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 could, uh, uh, we could sign the best trainers in the world, like uh, Raul Lozano, like Anastasi. Yeah, take a look on the list of the coaches currently in Plus Liga. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure that the best coaches in, Plus, uh, the, in the world, they are in Plus Liga currently. So you got, uh, you got uh, Igor Kolakovic, you got uh, Gianni Ketu, you got Marcelo Mendes, Javier Weber, uh, Slobokovac. So Andrea Anastasi. So well, <laughs> it's it it counts okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. 
it's also Gardini, yeah. So there are a lot of great coaches, but they came here because, uh, yeah, the league uh, has grew up, and uh, we got they're, they're, you know, uh, volleyball is a business as well. So uh, there, there is money here. So, um, but we we need, we had to. Uh, we, the path was very long and uh, we, we had to do it step by step. So the first uh, TV transmission, uh, yeah. Currently you, you, can, you can watch all the games uh, uh, from every, every round of Plus Liga. So it means that when you, when you start to watch Plus Liga on the weekend on 2 p.m. Uh, on Saturday, you end up uh, on on Monday <laughs> because yeah. there are a lot of games. So every every game you can you can you can watch in in in, in TV. So it's uh, it's cool. But uh, of course there is a private sector like uh, Zavirtio or Aseco Resovia. So the all these uh, all these clubs and the others, of course, they are uh, they get sponsored from the private sector. So there are still. A uh, group of people. There are still people uh, who believe uh, in volleyball in Poland. Of course, this is business for them. It's uh, it's obvious. But uh, but thanks to that, thanks to that money, we we can sign Uvoš Kovacevic, Facundo Conte, Sandero, Kleben Chabu. So we can see all the best stars uh, from all around the world. Uh, yeah, it's all about money. So currently, the Orlen, uh, sorry, not Orlen, but Plus and Polsat has signed a contract with the uh, Polish Volleyball League till up till uh, 2028, I think. So the next seven years, uh, all the games will um, will be uh, transmitted uh, on Polsat. So. Yeah, and uh, you know that, that's cool. Business, business like uh, silence. <laughs> business like silence, and uh, uh, there is not a big rumors about it. We uh, currently we got it because we know that we got it. Yeah, so we get used to it that we we have volleyball on the highest level. Um, so I think basically that's it. So uh, yeah, just to j- just to reiterate, uh, Orlen, uh, PG, PGE. And also, uh, Vengio are uh, state-owned yes, companies, yes. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, because uh, j- just uh, just as a matter of a joke, but I hope that uh, state-owned companies are better managed uh, than the Bulgarians. It 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 it, uh, it sees that it is it is the case, but uh, still, uh, this is a. Not surprising for me, but probably it could be surprising for the followers. I I have heard something, but I I didn't know the number. Eighty uh, percent, just uh, just to mention that again, eighty percent, eighty-two percent of the sponsorship in Polish uh, volleyball comes from uh, from the state. Nine percent Polish sport in, in Polish, Polish sport, sport not, in Polish sport. Polish sport. Yeah, so yeah. this is important. Uh, yeah. yeah, not so not in I volleyball, don't... in sport. Okay. Yeah, I don't, unfortunately, I don't have detailed data about volleyball, but yeah, if I will have it, I will tell you. For example, I know uh, I know that Orlen are a personal sponsor of Robert Kubica in in uh, yes. Formula One, yeah, and Formula even Formula even one. if even even when he left Williams and, and go uh, and went to to Alfa Romeo, they they became a sponsor of Alfa Romeo because they are a personal sponsor of Orlen, which is actually a, a proof for what we are talking and you are talking about, about the, this 82%. Uh, 
Okay, uh, yes. that was a very nice explanation and very interesting one because uh, it's at least one uh, way of financing sport and making sports better, uh, especially in, in terms of volleyball when we are talking about Poland. And so probably that's a very nice end also to the podcast. Thank you for, for being uh, uh, a co-host of this edition of Volleyball Explained podcast. And I hope that you're going to, you, to be here uh, also another time. Thank you. Uh, with a pleasure. Thank you very much. So uh, have a great evening and yeah. Uh, yeah, God bless you all. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thanks also to the to the listeners or to the spectators for watching or listening to us for a very first time in the in the new year. And of course, I hope that you're going to do it also the next time. Uh, subscribe to the channel or just uh, subscribe as a follower in Spotify if you listen there or in some of the other uh, audio platforms. And uh, Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Happy New Year, guys.